Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, welcome to Rebend TV. It is the Instant Match Reaction, Liverpool 1, Chelsea 1. I'm your host, Ross Chandler, joined once again by Errol Smith for this one to talk through. Um, frustrating evening for Liverpool and for us, Errol. Um, we're going to do it bit by bit. Um, starting with... You've written here in the agenda. Did we get lost in the occasion early on to the game? It felt a little bit bitty, but I always feel like that's not so much the occasion. That's just that's just how those games go because it's kind of sussing tactically what someone's going to go and do. Um, and it just ends up a bit of a mess for the first 10, 15 minutes till things calm down. Yeah, you, you're probably right in that sense. I think obviously with it being a little bit of laser kickoff and probably seeing some of the other results from earlier in the day. There was that opportunity there for us. I know it's only early days, we're still in August, but to obviously go top uh, of the league and put in a good performance against Chelsea, I think they probably wanted to kind of disturb our flow and our style of how we kind of wanted to approach the game. I think they kind of done that pretty well. I think obviously, aside from that Jordan Henderson early opportunity, there wasn't many clear-cut chances for our front three in front of goal. I think they probably had better openings in, in that respect. And I think... We, we kind of, I don't think, I think in terms of players, I think they probably just got under their skin a little bit and we was getting ourselves a little bit frustrated early on. I think we started to work our way into the game. At no point did I feel like Chelsea played us off the park in open play. I don't feel like... Well, Liverpool have had two really good chances in the first half. Yeah. Obviously, Jordan Henderson and I think is it Harvey Elliott with the, with the other one. You know, as someone said in the comments that I watched along at the time was we had two really good chances, just fell to the wrong people. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah, so we've, that's, you know, hopefully that's Salah or Mane on the end of that. You, you, you're talking about a goal to Liverpool. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, it wasn't a case of... It made for a better game when it was 11 v 11. I'll say yeah, that. 100%. 100%. Yeah, um, yeah we will get on to that, definitely. Yeah. Um, um, go on. No, yeah, so obviously we, we, we look into the game a little bit further and you, you see that... Set pieces, it's not been something that's been a thorn on our side for a good couple of months, really, even towards the back end of last season. It was quite good when it comes to set pieces, but for whatever reason, we decided to go a little bit zonal, didn't we? And that's that's I think that's one of the things that's, that's really annoyed I me. Mean, obviously, uh, the second half we'll, we'll come on to shortly, but I see that being picked up on match to the day or analysis after games, yeah. and it feels like basics for me, like. Don't leave, don't have someone free running in, inside the box, host, yeah. attacking the ball. Now, Andy Robertson has got his eye on the ball, but he has absolutely no idea that Kai Havertz is inside that box. There, there's no one giving him a shout. There's no one. Kai Havertz is, is very, very tall, by the way. Yeah. So we, you know, <laughs> have someone on him. You know, it's going to be a dangerous set of pieces at corners, and that just, you know, not a lot Alison can do about the header in, in in that sense, but. It just felt a little bit sloppy and I'm sure reckless is the right word. Just a bit naive for Liverpool, I think. Yeah, and I think in terms of Tuchel's game plan, it, that's probably paid off for him really there. Do you know what I mean? He's probably thought, you know, they are 
good like that, but if they, you know, defensively when it comes to set pieces, but if we can hit them with one or, you know, give them a sucker punch there, that plays into their hands and it yeah. really did. That that kind of goal, we wasn't really giving Lukaku that much up at the, until that Do point. Do you think Lukaku time. was the distraction for the corner going, make sure he doesn't score and Prob- taking our eye off, off habits? Probably, yeah. there was probably a little bit of that going on. You've got quite a tall back line as well with a few, obviously, Thiago Silva can go, Rudiger's quite good in yeah. the air. So they have got aerial threats that, you know, they, that they can throw up when it comes to set pieces. There wasn't a lot of like free kicks for them in in dangerous areas or not. No, so it, it does just feel like it's frustrating because it just feels like a cheap goal to have conceded yeah. at that time. And particularly, like you said, the flow of the game was kind of it was actually really good. It was back and forth. It was end to end. It was like you attack and then we'll attack and yeah. like they had a couple of hairy moments. We had a couple of hairy moments. It was kind of it looked it was all set up for you know a, a classic a classic game, game my yeah, end yeah. You know, a, a title challenge. Uh, the word I used before was context and it's something that you kind of said before we started recording was. Is it important to take into context? I'm sure there'll be loads of people at home frustrated. You're frustrated. I'm frustrated. Yeah. We, we, we all are. But the fact that you know this game's so early on to the season, and it bear in mind we are three games in and we're seven points. We haven't yeah. we haven't lost, and we played one of the title contenders at home. Just I know I understand the context of the game, but just in, just in that itself, you mentioned before what it takes you. You know, especially Liverpool, a good couple of months. When you start getting to November, December, and you start playing two times a week, three times a week, or playing Champions yeah, League for Liverpool to, to to find the rhythm. So, in that sense, okay, sound, I understand, mm-hmm. and, and and probably not something quite happy with the draw, but the red card, which we'll come on to, come on to now, that's what's got me frustrated. Of like a full half, I guess. I know the resolute side, you know, defensively well driven, too sure that's one thing that he's 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 piled into this Chelsea side of not conceding goals. But Liverpool, with the attacking talent that they have, and the creative midfielders and fullbacks that they've got on display. I can't help but come out frustrated. Yeah, and and you can't, but I think that's where I'd probably give a little bit of credit to Chelsea and probably Thomas Tuchel in, in particular in the fact that his game plan from the outset has worked. Let's try and get a let's try and you know play our game, stop it from being an open uh, you know end to end affair. Try and get a goal in front and then soak up more pressure and you know try and obviously do what we do well in in in, in terms of defence. And then his in-game management's worked really well once they've gone one one nil once we've scored our goal from the penalty and the second half it's like right well this half is just purely about limit the amount of opportunities we we allow Liverpool to create be really good in terms of defence get everybody behind the ball and if we can get Nick one on the counter we'll go for it but let's not overly overcommit and leave them available we only had one counter attack and I'd probably say about in a good 60 60 minutes with the ball there do you know what I mean in that that hour space after they scored to the end there was probably only really one counter attack because as soon as they went one up they just said right we'll drop off a little bit they didn't press as high up after that point so it, it's probably credit to that but also it's the fact that as, as you were just saying there and alluding to it does take all top sides you know you've seen it in City last season you know they had a, a shaky start of the season but as soon as they found that gear once they're in the gear they just glide through because they've got that rhythm it's happened to us in the past yet we might get off to a good start in the season but it's usually just by one or two nil victories it's not like we're hammering teams and but was that an opportunity for Liverpool to find that gear that you're talking about because should Liverpool come out that second half and I, I, I will credit Chelsea for yeah. their defensive resolution but from Liverpool's perspective I'm going Right, they're down to 10 men. The Reds have gone. Many's got a booking. Rudy's got a booking. They just lost Reese James. I know they brought on uh, Thiago Silva. They took off Kante, which is a bit, a bit of a difference. But is that Liverpool's then to put the gauntlet down and go, actually, don't let them have the ball. Don't let them get out. Press them to death. Attack them and be a bit more aggressive in attacking. I personally think that whole incident that happens, if that happens 10 minutes earlier, 
Yeah. We've probably got a much better chance in that second half because I, I feel as though when when that if that happened ten minutes earlier, we score the goal. We still got ten minutes to kind of put our foot on Chelsea's neck. Yeah. And while the heads are all gone, while they've lost it, they, they don't you know they, they they've got to manage the game now and obviously either make a quick substitution or they just got to fill in a few holes by the players that they've got on the pitch. They're desperate for half time. They're desperate for half time and they've kind of got to shout the last ten minutes. The fact that there was only about you know a minute eight sixty seconds, you know a minute and a half before the second half, it just allowed them to kind of regroup settle the nerves a little bit right you know the, the goal scored that you know it stands he had a lot of protest he was kicking off about it but it was like right let's just kind of re regain our focus what is the objective when i say that was that in in-game management by two that kind of just came through where he said right well you know we was doing he would have been happy with his first half performance as probably Klopp would have been fairly happy i don't think either manager would have been overly concerned that they had to change anything too drastically i know bobby comes off just before but i think that was probably to do with the, probably a bit of an injury or a bit of a niggle um oh and or the way that he was playing or the way yeah, that he was yeah. playing as well potentially and and then i think from that perspective Jesus said, right we've done what i was expecting us to do now let's just make sure we don't end up with egg on our face and you know we lose ground on these because at the end of the day Chelsea are gonna it might be it might only be August but Chelsea are gonna be here in April and May yeah and and they want to make sure that they can preserve as much of that as possible so I do feel that that moment probably came ten minutes too late for us to then push on in the second half what did happen in that second half was we just had too much control and I, I think. That played into our hands. I think we got a little bit complacent on the ball. I think we've seen a couple of comments in the in the live stream where people saying, you know, when it looks too easy for players like Trent sometimes and Robbo, they kind of drop a level a little bit because the, there's not That's that what intensity. I was talking about. That, yeah, okay, intensity was the word I was looking for before of, of aggression and going, we'll win the ball back, I'm, I'll make that difference. But also, the Liverpool has to be cautious of Chelsea on the counter attack. Mm -hmm. Now, Lukaku obviously didn't get a, didn't get a sniff of goal, maybe got that one chance at Dematic blocks. But it doesn't take a lot for him to for Chelsea to lump the ball to Lukaku, hold play for five seconds while he then commit bodies forward. Yeah. There's probably a thing in Liverpool's mentality in that sense of going, well, actually, Trent can go bomb forward. But I think Liverpool need to take those risks sometimes, particularly when they, I think the game was there for Liverpool to take and they didn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It, you know, I'll, I'll be fair to admit it, it feels like two points dropped and that is the ultimate frustration in that respect. But you've got to give a lot of respect to this Chelsea side as well in, in the fact that they're not novices. They're not the new kids on the block. They're not it's, soft. It's, These are the European, current European champions at the moment. Yeah. They know how to dig in deep. And they've got, you know, world-class defenders in Thiago Silva. I know that they brought Kante off, but they've got Jorginho in Kovacic. there. They've got Kovacic. They've, they've got options there that can manage games when it's not going their way. And I think for them, that was... That was just the be all and end all. Let's just leave here with a point because to them that felt like two points gained. Yeah, whereas you saw it at the end. Yeah, you've seen it on the faces and their reaction. Whereas to us, it felt like two points dropped. The every I've seen people, you know, in, in group chats or or in the comments saying, you know, we didn't have anyone that wanted to run at them and commit. The honestly, that pitch looked so small in that second half because there wasn't the space. There wasn't loads of blades of grass for Mane to to you know stand the man up and just run 10 yards in front of him and there was space where the goal is and you could just knock a ball into it there wasn't those little areas or pockets of space and I think that in terms of how we manage the season is something as a team certain individuals need to get better at because Chelsea won't be the only team that take that approach in that style yeah and you know we spoke about it last week about a template that is a template of how to be so resolute against yeah. the Liverpool side and but it's different when you've got it's all right doing that against the likes of Burnley yeah 
but I think you're right, it's a different quality of opponent when you're doing it against, like I said, the European champions. Um, Harvey Elliott is someone I want to talk about, um, and you want to talk about as well. I think, you know, lots of question marks when the team news came out. It's Again, it's fine. He, was, he impressed against Burnley. I thought he was very good. He's impressed in pre-season. This was an, another test for him. And, you, you know, you mentioned Jorginho, you mentioned Kante. Uh, I can't for the life of me remember who else was in the field with. They just had the two. They just had the two and it was Mount. Oh, of course, yeah, Habits. Habits yeah, yeah. Foot top. Um, didn't look out of depth. I thought he backed himself. I think I think he still deserves credit. My frustrations with the game and the result that Liverpool had. But I think if you to pick out, you know, one or two bright people from the game, I think it's, it's him and Van Dijk. And maybe Matt. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know what? A huge credit to the kid because he just always seems to be hungry for the ball. And there was a few times where he probably didn't make the right decision, but then he'd, he'd do that. And then there'd be another moment where he'd just make, instinctively just make the right pass as well. So he, every time it was like, there was something where you'd nitpick, he'd counteract it by doing something equally as good or just a little bit more than what you was expecting from him. I think it's, again, what I put there in the, in the agenda for this is, he's probably set the bar for himself now in terms of how... Klopp probably expects him to perform and how he's expecting to perform. Yeah, we would like to see a few more assists and uh, and, and goals, but teams that come to play footy, that those opportunities will present himself in, yeah. for him. Whereas Chelsea in that second half, they didn't really come to play football in the same sense. You know, the red card, it looked as if it was going to be, you know, there's a lot of debate about it and all stuff like that. It was I think, a red card. Yeah, it was. It, we, we, it, was clear to, it was clear as day. It was going to be a pen and a red card, but that seemed to have be the, the game-changing moment for me. When that happened, it was what mentality is it going to bring and spring out of this Liverpool team and what mentality is it going to spring out of this Chelsea team? And Chelsea retreated and said, you know, we'll take what we've got, we'll stick. And Liverpool just couldn't raise and say, right, well, we'll see your hand and this is what we've got. And that's probably the only frustrating thing that we haven't got that killer instinct, but I don't expect us to have that killer instinct right now in the same sense. So it is, it's a weird... I know hindsight's a wonderful thing in that sense. I don't talking about that. that thing. I, I, I do agree with you, but also I, I think there's, uh, to, there's a point where you think you can be critical or, yeah, open, openly critical, not, like, not slagging clop off, mm-hmm. but also those low block sides we're talking about when someone's unlock, unlock a pass, it's Thiago for me. Yeah, and, yeah. and probably Navigator. Now, okay, John Henson didn't do anything wrong. Harvey Elliott, as we just said, didn't didn't do anything wrong. And again, it's it's hindsight. You know, we were sat here two one. I'm not I'm not questioning it. But also, I think there's a question to, to be asked there of should those people come a bit early? You know, you're 10, 15 minutes into the second half, it's quite clear what Chelsea was set up to kind of do. Yeah, yeah. You then you then assess your bench. I've raved raved about Liverpool having options off the bench, yeah. and it also just kind of felt a bit a bit meh. If I'm being honest, you know, and again. It, Again, we won the game, it's fine, but I sat there looking, Thiago's there, get him on, get him to produce something. Henderson wasn't firing on all cylinders, don't think he was terrible, but you know he has that chance that he, he nearly scores. Harvey Elliott, I don't think he put a foot wrong, but also, if you've got to bring in Naby Keita, you know, there's an international break coming up, use the players that you've got. Yeah, no, I, I'd agree with you there. I think that was one of the things that we highlighted, you know, before the, well, the, at the start of the stream really is, how do we kind of not only manage the game, but the options that we choose to bring in off the bench? What is their purpose and what are they what are they meant to inject into the team? I think the, the Jota one was obvious if it was, you know, Firmino either just playing under par or the fact that he had a bit of a hamstring injury. That's that that's fair enough. And I think it changed the way we approached the game, you know, throwing them balls into the box seemed to work because it would stick with somebody then. I think when you're looking at those midfield options and trying to unlock you know, unlock that Chelsea back line. 
we probably could have done with that. And I think it's just about being a little bit braver there from Klopp. And, you know, who are we to criticise yeah, oh, yeah, for, yeah. What he, for what he's done? But just from what the evidence that we can see, that was that was the only way we I could think we was going to get in or we was going to create a chance. And we had one counter-attack that second half and we just was wasteful with it. Now, that's okay to do when you've got three or four counter-attacks and you, you're finding your feet. And you, but when you've got one, you really do need that killer instinct. And today, even if we wasn't going to get have the opportunities to counter, we needed other ways to get through this Chelsea defence. You know, I, at one point, I did think it was going to be a 25, 30-yard screamer from either Fabinho or, you know, Henderson. Van Dijk at one or, point, yeah. Or, yeah, even Van Dijk at one point. I thought that was probably going to be the route to goal. And I, I think, the you know, the the whole of Anfield would have erupted if that would have happened. It, it just looked as if we was a little bit flat in that midfield when it comes to trying to find that killer pass. Yeah, uh, just echoed someone's comments there. said, we struggle against low blocks, lack of creativity from central attack and midfield shows in big games. Um, Danny Harty-Smith as well. I know you've just upgraded your um, subscription to Club Legend. I'll email you back after the show as well. Um, just some more of your comments. Uh, someone was saying you know, out of the first couple of teams, Liverpool and City looked the strongest. Uh, I think it was Danny Harty Smith again at the beginning there, saying about three games, seven points, only conceded one goal. And if you one goal, you can see it against someone who's who's a title rival. Yeah. Like I'm not going to say it's it's all rosy and it's all goal, but what if you, you know? Let's look, let's look at the slightly bigger picture of, of those three games. Errol, you know, again the, the comments right, we haven't we haven't lost the game. Yeah. It feels like it now. Because I want to sat here and go, we want three wins out of three, top of the table, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's, it's sometimes that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, the, the season isn't can't be won in in August. Yeah. But you can definitely yeah. shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah. If we're sat here at the end of the, se- of the season and we missed the league by two points and it's, it's this game, that you can point, point at it. But, you know, now it's just about building points. Building, yeah, and building points and building momentum. And, you know, we want to make sure that Anfield's a fortress again. Mm. The fact that, you know, there's probably not enough credit for the fact that. Chelsea could have been 2 0 up. And if they would have got 2 0 up, there's a chance there that it like just kind of creeps through Robbo's legs and it doesn't go on target. If they go 2 0 up, they just think, right, Tuchel's game plan's working even better than we expected. Let's sit back into our shape. Let's defend for our lives and let's give them nothing. Let's not even give them a sniff. That makes the game so much harder. Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, we end up at the game. We end up potentially clawing our way back in or losing 2-1. Anfield's not a fortress. We, we're not on an unbeaten run. We're, you know, we're only six points. So there are positives. It just, in, in a game like this, you have to look a little bit harder for those positives, but it's not being blinded with red tinted glasses. It's saying, let's put things into context a little bit. The season has only just started. We spoke about it before when we looked at the table. Yeah. Nobody is free for free. There's only one team now that can possibly get that, and that'll be Tottenham, you know what I mean, when they play tomorrow. So there's, there's still... A lot of teams trying to get up to full speed. You know, you've got the, you've had the Euros, you've had other international competitions, the Copa. You've had all that going on in the summer. So the fact that our team have come back in such good shape, the fact that we've got the the fitness of the the players that we was probably doubting what in preseason in terms of will Naby Keita be fit enough? Will the Ox be fit enough? You know, will Timakas be able to come in and do a job? There have been a lot of answers that there have been a lot of questions that have been answered positively in these first three games. We just look at a 45 period where we looked a little bit flat and say, yeah. what more could we have? Yeah. What what other options in our yeah. arsenal? Because it's needed? so soon as well. It's like straight after the game. I don't feel a little bit disappointed, but I think you're yeah. right on reflection, bigger picture. I still back us to, to, to win a league or at least be winning. These the are the people yeah. are saying Chelsea are out from favourites. If these are out from favourites, we didn't get played off the park yeah. by this Chelsea squad for large portions. I know we're at home, so we've got home advantage, but 
they didn't get into their full flow of football for large portions of that. People were saying that Lukaku was going to pocket Van Dijk and Matip, and that didn't happen yeah, at all. We can all. say it now. It didn't happen. So there are a lot of positives that we can take in terms of the level that we was able to perform at today. It was just the way that the game unfolded in that event of obviously that if that if that ends one one and there's eleven men on the pitch, people say that's a fair play draw. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally because they're the man sent off, but it changes the way that Chelsea approach the game. Yeah. And you've got to give credit to a Chelsea team that are capable of defending. Someone, some, for the someone said it in the comments, you said it before, the, the red card killed the game. Yeah. It would have been more open, would have had more chances, could have been sat here. I'd, I'd have happily took the pen and left him on the pitch. Because I still think Salah converts it, yeah. and I still think Chelsea think, all right, well, all right, we'll go again. It's nil nil. We'll go again. Lukaku's not playing Diaz in second half. He's not. Time in the pitch. Like if you had a heat map of him in that second half, his heat map would have been. Same as Fabinho. It would have been yeah. the same as Fabinho or, or Kante, like where he should have been. He was sitting in that pocket of space because he wasn't able to get himself further up the pitch. And when he did, he was isolated. There was that one opportunity where the balls knocked to him, and there's oceans of space between him and Mount. Yeah, because they just they just they're just struggling to to bring players back up the pitch. So, you know, we can kick ourselves, and we might think it's two points dropped just because of the circumstances. But when you look at the bigger picture, all as well, you know, we're, we're still unbeaten. Anfield, we haven't lost that. We've, what three games? We only conceded one goal. Plenty to build on as well. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to finish on on a, on a nice note because uh, no, I've lost it. Rogero says I was immersed in this match today because of Ross and Errol. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Cheers, um, we're going to be back for I think it's. And Crystal Palace is our next home game, I think. Yeah. We might have a Champions League one. Oh, we might have a Champions are we League do, duties. Are we doing, are we... Do you want to do Champions League games? I can do Champions League. Well, there you go. Yeah, then we'll be back be for that to, as well because we're still in Champions be League. To, yeah. uh, let us know your thoughts on the game. Keep your thoughts coming. Uh, I'll get to read some of them tonight or tomorrow uh, when I've got nothing else to do. Um, are you frustrated? Are you going to feel a bit different tomorrow? Let us know. Keep your thoughts coming. Yeah. Uh, and thank you for watching. Thank you for supporting the Redmen TV. And we'll see you soon. Ta-ra. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.